Hey, what's up, everybody? Krista here with the Krista and Ed Show. And today we have Stacey Hyland with us. She is an internationally recognized business growth strategist, coach, and author. She was named International Coach of the Year in 2016. Stacey helped six to seven figure entrepreneurs with powerful marketing and sales strategies to get more clients, more profit, and more time off to enjoy who and what they love. She is the author of the book, Hidden Profits. Um, more clients in cash being published in uh, that was published in 2018. She's the creator of several popular programs, the Hidden Profit System, Become a Magnet, um, and so many more. She has served as vice president of consulting and a senior coach for Shet Holmes and Anthony Robbins' world-renowned business mastery program. The list goes on and on, guys. You are not going to want to miss this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Krista and Ed Show. This is where we are going to document our journey on everything partnership in love and in business. We are not holding anything back, guys. So if you want to learn about online marketing and what goes on in an everyday life of a husband and wife, making these thing, two things work together, make sure you follow us. And guess what? Everything's gonna be all right and okay. Hey, everybody! Krista and Ed show. Ed here. Hi, Krista. Uh, we want to welcome our guest, Stacy Hyland, who is actually hails from Montreal. So, hello, Stacy. Hello. Hi, Stacy is an internationally recognized business growth strategist, coach, and author. Um, she wrote. Hidden Profits, More Clients and Cash. She published that in 2018. Um, you help six and seven figure entrepreneurs and business owners grow their business um, through different par powerful marketing and sales tools. Um, you've been you know, quoted and uh, have been on CNN, Inc., MSN, Money, Fox Business, Entrepreneur Magazine, I mean, the list goes on. So we really appreciate you taking the time to let us chat with you. So thank you and welcome. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to be here because, you know, we've interacted a bit on social media and I really like, you know, your whole family and business mindset. And I think that's what was congruent. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's talk. Yeah. So, so tell us about your journey as an entrepreneur. I, I know that you originally hail from the United States and then you moved to Montreal. You've traveled a bit. So what led you to where you are today, where you're doing this? Yeah, so I started selling when I was in third grade. I started selling current stationery. I was buying it for wholesale and selling it at the retail to fund my very first travel trip to my aunt's house to go ride her horse for a week. And I, I loved sales. I had so much fun. I, I Then in fifth grade, I started selling business to business. And I started selling poinsettias and I would go into restaurants and sell them all their flowers for the holiday season. Um, so I always had little side hustles when I was a kid. Um, my dad came from sales and how it morphed into coaching is in my last sales job, I was doing, um, selling in the beauty industry and I was selling very high end equipment that was like 20 to $30,000, whereas the average is between three to $5,000. And one of my clients were doing a very consultative sales model and I helped her grow her business 200% in one year. 
And I thought, this is fun. Like I liked helping her with her marketing, with her sales process, all of that stuff. And so I started looking into coaching. And at that time, my dad also passed away, unfortunately. He was only 56 and he was really, he was my big mentor. He was my role model. Um, you know, and now like at my age, it seems really young, 56. Mm -hmm. And that really influenced, even though I didn't have kids then and I wasn't married then, it 100% influenced how I was going to do the rest of my life because my dad, he died without doing anything on his bucket list, even though he was extremely successful. He didn't, you know, when I lived in Europe, he didn't get to come and visit. Um, you know, none of those things. Like he always wanted to go down the intercoastal waterway in a boat, never did it. Um, so even though he had that financial success, I didn't want to have that same life for my kids. And so part of my mission as a business coach and mentor for people is to help give entrepreneurs back to their families, because I find that so important that they have that, you know, built into their business. And that, that is their definition of success. That's wow. Awesome. I, that was amazing that how you just put that because, um, that totally aligns with what we're doing. Yeah, really. it, it totally does. But you just put it in a very good, direct um, way. And I, I'm sure that anybody listening to this is going to pick up on that nugget and how important that is to, to also do, right? Mm -hmm. And for your family, one thing and one of the reasons why we actually have decided to, you know, um, wind down and sell the businesses we were running separately and go in together is exactly that reason like we started it because we want to you know build this um this life and whatever for our kids but what we found was we were taking on more and more and more separately and actually pushing our family away which goes against everything that you know our ultimate goal was right so we've decided no we're going to double down with our strengths right and also do exactly that and help other you know entrepreneurs be able to you know be more efficient or whatever it is in their business right so i, I think it's great so, that you identified that too like i have to say it brought yeah. up memories for me of my best friend who passed away at 33 mm -hmm. and i remember six seven years before he passed away he had moved to Calgary and opened a little chain of stores. They're like billiard, like a bar and restaurants. And he worked every single day. He was a tradesman by, by trade a mechanic. So he spent three years doing that every day, then came back to Edmonton, opened a automotive shop. I know it's crazy. And he kept the ones that the bars and restaurants in Calgary. And, and then he spent three day, three years, two or three years, ramping up that business and he worked every day he, we had a wedding that him and i went to like our our friends one of our friends got married but i can safely say for six years he worked every day almost every day and then he had a heart attack and passed away at 33. Oh, when you think about it and somehow so what you just told me about your father kind of touched me because it made me think about that and i do remember identifying wow like you do have to live life you have to craft your business and what you're doing around you know what's fulfilling not necessarily just in the grind every day right yeah, yeah i'm like the anti-hustle person <laughs> yeah me too i'm like what are you, why are you doing that we can do it way more efficiently what are yes you doing? what is the secret <laughs> sauce <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny because you know you hear like gary v and all these people yeah. grant cardone and they're they're very like hustle 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 but it's like really like what's their relationship with their kids gonna be what's their relationship with their spouse gonna be 
And at the end of the, the, you know, when you're there on your deathbed, you know, and I was there when my dad died, yeah. literally, you know, are you going to live with regrets or are you going to live, you know, the life you wanted to live? I love that your dad had so much influence on you too, you yeah. know, as a child. Like, I'm sure when you look back, you can see that a lot of, you know, who you are um, and who you, you know, were growing up had to do with his influence. So also knowing and understanding that that's one thing I think that every parent wants is to be that positive influence and you know for their kids to explore those avenues if they're interested like yeah. our, our daughter Scarlett I mean I don't know how much you've seen of her but like your stories reminded me so much of her yes like she's like closing deals all day long upselling <laughs> down selling right and it's yeah. like where's that but it comes from him too like she sees daddy you know doing exactly that so yeah. That, yeah. Oh, I love she it. needs money to go to the store she makes fans and then she has fans that are just colored and then ones that are signatured oh, okay sells them at different prices and goes around to the neighbors and says hey here's a fan and <laughs> it's awesome. one for five or two for ten or you can have a signature one and like she'll come back with 40 bucks and go okay time to go to the store and you're like like what? Oh the wagon rolling behind. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. So it's great that you bring that up. So, so yeah, sorry, we totally took over there. I know. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, I get it. I get what you're saying. So how old are your kids? I have a 23-year-old, well, 24-year-old now stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. And I have a 15-year-old and a 10-year-old. All girls. All girls. Yeah. And wow. do you find, like, are they, um, do you see some of the qualities in them, like entrepreneurship yet? Are they interested? Do they kind of? Well, my stepdaughter, she's, she's, she passed her law degree and common law. And so now she's working for the government, which I'm like, oh my gosh, a government worker in the family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That's like winning the lottery, just getting in monthly installments. What do you yeah. <laughs> So, um. She's doing that. My 15 year old has been a national level gymnast. She was in the top 50 gymnasts in Canada. Um, so she's been pursuing, you know, that dream. So she had no time whatsoever for anything other than she trains five hours a day, five days a week and goes to school half day, half day. But my 10 year old is the little one that like she's doing, I was laughing when I saw the Clorox wipes on your feet or the Lysol wipes because uh, my little one, she, she does likes to do massage. And then she's like, you know, doing the massage with the cream. And she's like, if you want this many minutes or this many minutes, yeah. and I'm going to do meditations for you while we do the massage. Cool. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my God. When she was doing it, I was like, how do you even know that this is kind of what it's like? I know. It's funny. They're so, they're so funny. And they create that experience. So, oh, that's mm -hmm. awesome. And the, the thing is, is that, you know, I worked for Tony Robbins for a few years. So, um, you know, I do hear the reflections of what I've taught them and the Tony Robbins stuff that, you know, my kids, my 10-year-old, you know, created vision boards without me, you know, actually my 15 year old started with creating the vision boards without me even saying it. I mean, she had like, you know, Olympics 2020 on her thing when she was a very young age. So, yeah. So, so yeah. They, are, they are seeing like what you're doing and picking up and they listen to everything. So. Yes. It, it just stinks when they're like, mom, you need to change your attitude. You need to get into state. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Yeah. Jump up and down. Right? <laughs> It's actually really cool how he does that. It really is cool how yeah, he does that. We do our music pump up when we need to get yeah. ourselves going. Yeah. Yeah. We have our playlist. 
Awesome. Before we do a podcast, well, we didn't today, but uh, we have done that before where we're like stretching and, you know, trying to get into state. So, so you worked um, with him for a couple of years. That's very interesting. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, it was interesting because when I was considering coaching years ago, I, somebody in my church actually worked for Tony, but the way that the model was then you had to travel like 50 weeks of the year and I, I decided against it. And I was working for Chet, with Chet Holmes, who wrote the book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, responsible for the Dream 100. And in working with Chet, Tony Robbins was on Chet's Dream 100 list. And so he, he was trying to get Tony as a client. And it was fun on the back end, like hearing him say, oh, like I have a meeting with Tony this week. Like, you know, things are looking good and all of that. And then he and Tony actually merged and formed a company together. And the whole business mastery program was Chet and Tony together. So I was vice president of consulting for the business mastery division. So I, I always tell people I wasn't in the fire walking division. I was in the business growth division. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Wow. That's awesome. Actually, uh, business mastery is on my list of um, programs that I want to take, actually. I do listen to, especially when I need a really good mindset push, I listen to his podcast because it's really good. He's good at like putting in those punches of like, okay, yeah. get rid yeah. of the self-doubt right now and move on. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I found a lot of the basic learning things that, that like that he had concepts that he's the whole kind of like your, your, your brain is a, whatever, a thousand year old brain and you immediately are looking for the tiger in the bushes. So you're negative thinking all the time and you don't necessarily need that today, Right. So, but our brain is wired that way. And it kind of really makes it really think logically why we think the way we do. So, yeah. so that's awesome that you've had that experience as well. And I can imagine you would have learned a lot so you can bring that to, yeah. you know, your clients as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I started with him, the first business mastery, and that's actually where I met Gary Vee the first time too, was he was one of the speakers at the first business mastery, and he was yeah. practically unknown back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when he did that first business mastery, it was right after um, the recession hit. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they sold the event. It was like $10,000. They had, you know, all the people in the room were really excited because they saw that there was hope and there was possibility, but people were really scared out. I don't know if you remember that so much, you know, being in Canada as much as in the U S but it was like people were losing their businesses of no fault of their own because they lost funding, yep. you know, their clients lost funding, you know, all of that. And so I remember sitting there, you know, I was working the event and he asked, you know, he's coaching people in the audience and the guy stands up and asks the question. And he said to Tony, like, I've been doing this and it's just not working. Nothing's working. So Tony starts coaching him and he said, well, you know, what's not working? And the guy said, nothing's working. He said, I've tried everything. And at this point I'm like, uh Oh, he's in trouble. Tony's going to go Tony on him. Right. Yeah. So he's like, well, how many things did you try? Yeah. And the guy said, Oh, well, I tried this and this. And Tony's like, okay. So you didn't try everything. You tried like two or three things. Yeah. And then Tony said, well, well, how many times did you try those two or three things? And the guy said, Oh, like, you know, a few times. And Tony said, so you're saying that you've tried everything, but you've tried a few things a few times and it didn't work. So he said, well, why did, you know, why did you stop right there? And that was, this was my biggest aha working for Tony is that the guy said, 
I ran out of resources. I didn't have enough time. He didn't have the team. He didn't have the budget. Those were all the reasons that he stopped. And Tony said, like, who else gets stopped because they don't have enough resources? And like every single person's hand went up. And he said, well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen somebody that came to the United States with less resources than you that is more successful than you? So like immigrants that came with $200, that didn't speak English, that didn't go to Harvard, that didn't have a network, that didn't have, you know, childcare for their kids or, you know, a car or, you know, any of this that we take for granted. And the guy's like, yeah, he said, there's, you know, this person and this person that I can think of. And Tony said, so it's not a lack of resources that was your stumbling point. It was a lack of resourcefulness. Yes. And that was the takeaway that I've taken into everything in my business since then is how can we look at everything from a place of resourcefulness instead of a place of lack? Yes. And that's how my hidden profits was born is a lot of my clients were like, okay, how do we increase sales? without spending more money on marketing, without doing, you know, another, you know, platform, without hiring more people. We had to get really, you know, bootstrap and all the strategies and hidden profits help you increase your sales without spending more money. They're either free or low cost. Yeah. And so that's that's how that all came about was just from that mindset shift to say, how can we be more resourceful with what we have right here? Yeah. And you know, especially nowadays, I mean it's all at your fingertips really right yeah. if you want to go get it it's there and expect you know even like social media and this kind of stuff right like it's there there's so many free ways to like put yourself out there and market right now and you know there's a gap in in that as well right so we're really passionate also about you know um educating entrepreneurs about about that as well right so Oh, that's so cool. I love just positive people and things like that. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me happy. You know, I think we would be best friends if we didn't have this whole country of Canada in between us. We can come visit. We love Montreal. Yeah. Like, I'll come up. Probably. It's not we can come to Banff. <laughs> oh, it's on my bucket list. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, it's go. a couple hours away from us. Go. That's what I always said when I traveled across Canada and I'd be in Quebec. I'd be like, listen, you need to seriously like there's it's so beautiful and then really you know the eastern townships and all of the beautiful topography in in quebec i mean it's yeah we live in a beautiful country really yeah so. very yeah, very. yeah. Lots of natural resources mm. yes yes exactly i so. also um have family and grew up um I grew up like everywhere. I'm like a gypsy on in Nova Scotia. So we do usually every year we seem to have gone back, but this year, this summer we didn't, but the yearly pilgrimage. Yes. What's that? I said back East. Seafood. Yeah. Nova Scotia is beautiful too. I don't know if you've ever been, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So why don't you tell us, do you mind telling us, uh, we always like to ask everybody about their superpower. Sure, sure. So, I think my superpower is really helping businesses optimize what they're doing. So, you know, it happens that you can't look at things with the same eyes that, that other people can. I always give, for, for example, like Oprah, you know, like she used to do the makeover shows and they were her most popular shows. They would take this guy that was like, I don't know if you ever watched that yeah. show, mountain guy with big beard and, you know, they made him over a lady and afterwards you're like, oh my gosh, they, you know, they had this nice looking person inside. 
they just didn't know how to dress. They didn't know how to style their hair. And so I am not that person in like, I'm not going to make you over fashion wise. I know that's more your style with the fashion, but, but I'm able to look at your business and see those hidden profits that you can't see. They're right there in front of you. Like, like I just got off the phone with a guy today that we changed something in his business. And he's like, that was $40,000 in one session that you, that you improved my business in one like half hour call. And that was the first time I had spoken to him. So I'm able to see the things that are underneath that you're not seeing and really look at how can we optimize the marketing? How can we optimize your sales process? How, you know, and sometimes they're just little baby tweaks that you're making, that you're asking a better question, that you're, you know, improving the process that people are going through. And sometimes it's optimizing the stuff between our ears, you know, that you just have to make a shift there that I think that that I'm really good at. And I, I love it. It gets me excited every day when I get to do it. You get that real good fulfilling that you feel fulfilled, especially when you make that kind of impact on a business or for a person with making one tweak, right? It's just, yeah. you're, you're changing their lives, their business, everything. And their it's, families, and their right? Family. Like if you're, yeah, if you're yeah. helping them to bring more, bring in more money or have more time or whatever that looks like, there's this huge trickle effect. So yeah. That's a pretty good superpower to have, Absolutely. my friend. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. So how do you juggle, like, from a business to personal life? Like, you work uh, you work in your office. You're you're working from your home office, right? So you probably have to juggle a bit of – is, like, your husband an entrepreneur as well? No, he actually works for a big corporation, and he's okay. the sales manager for Eastern Canada and New England. So he travels a lot. Okay. Um, and so it's been a little challenging because like I said, my 15 year old is, um, she's been an elite level gymnast, national level gymnast. And so she's been training a lot. There's been a lot of travel with that. So what I look at is I, before I start my year, I block out, there's a calendar right in front of me that I block out every day that the kids have off of school. Nice. So if the kids have the day off of school, um, like the weekend of my birthday, we're going to Boston because they don't have school on Friday. So it's like, let's maximize that three day weekend that we have there because they don't have school. And so every decision I'm making is like, okay, is this a good fit for me and my, my business? I'm going to Florida for a big, I'm speaking at the women in power expo, which has 3000 women entrepreneurs while I'm there. I'm also doing hidden profits, Miami, a live event but I'm bringing my 10 year old with me. So, you know, that was on my list. It was like, I'm speaking at awesome places, staying at the beach and I can bring my family with me. So, uh, you know, when my daughter was doing gymnastics, she trained with the U S Olympic coach. And when she was there training with the U S Olympic coach, I did hidden profits, Boston. So like, I'm just kind of fitting them together, but making my decisions based on the family life that I want to have. Yeah. And I think that that's so important to do or not important. I guess I should say like, if that's something that, you know, um, entrepreneurs want to do, like it's possible to do that, right? It's just shifting some of the, the, those priorities and including the family as a whole. So I love that idea. We're really trying to figure out our calendar situation. Like I've been fighting calendars and lists for so long and I'm realizing, Oh my God, I we need them huge, in my life. <clears throat> we have a huge calendar under the computer right now. That okay. We filled out. No, I, I mean for long-term, like the mm -hmm. yearly thing, what yes. you just said, cause sorry, I'm just touching. I'm, I'm like, Oh, I just had, it seems like a no brainer, but I'm like, 
we, I feel like we're always behind on like the school stuff and like, oh yeah, there's a day off tomorrow. So I'm going to do what you yeah, just I, I give that a cat as soon as, and I, I mean, I'm looking at it like the year ahead, like even when I'm choosing speaking gigs and things like that, because yeah. I know that, you know, if your thing is during my kids spring break, unless I can bring my kids and with my daughter's gymnastics competition, she always used to have a competition in the week of spring break. So I could never do that, yeah. <laughs> but now she's retired and moved into diving. So I'm looking at having a little bit more free time, but definitely like, Cross, I feel guilty sometimes. I'm taking like eight to 10 weeks of vacation. Awesome. It's like, you know, if you can do that and have a successful business, then, you know, that's, I'm excited to at least show people that it's possible. You know, one of the clients, um, one of the things I'm the most proud of is I had a client who, he's been on the Inc. 5000 list like three or four times. Um, He had never, like your friend, unfortunately, he was going down that road that he was working all the time. And I was able to help him like improve his sales copy, improve all this stuff. And we got him taking Friday afternoons to go take his son to Taekwondo. And then he took his family to Disney for their first vacation. And, you know, I'm not working with him anymore, but I still see him and his wife on Facebook. They're traveling all over the world. Nice. They're kids. And it gives me chills just to think that, you know, because of our, our coaching that it's like, okay, let's optimize your business, get the most you possibly can out of your business, but let's get the most out of your life, yeah. you know, as well. Yeah. yeah. And if you do that and you have balance, I'm not saying I'm, I've struggled with that as being a workaholic in the past. If you can step back and have a refreshed brain and have time for yourself and, and re-energize your your batteries come back, you're actually way more productive and way more successful well, doing that. And then, you know, not being reactive all the time, I think is is the key here, right? Because that's when you're just constantly like starting over and starting over and starting over and, you know, chasing mm-hmm. your tail. So right. yeah. yeah, optimizing yeah. your business and your life. I like it. <laughs> and that's my podcast, Optimize Your Business and Your Life is the name of my podcast. No way. Is it? Yeah. I did not know that. Did you tell me? I swear to God, I did not know that. I swear to God. Okay. That's awesome. It's so, it's so intertwined. You can't separate them. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we're all going to be best friends here. Yeah, for sure. This is awesome. We are. What's for dinner? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll go out someplace really fun. Catherine's, you know. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. So do you have a question for us? I do. You know, something that's been coming up a lot for me as a mom and because you guys are parents and business owners is the whole, you know, path for our kids. And so I thought you guys would be cool to bounce this off of like, you know, my 15 year old hates school. Um, She's like the most persistent, determined, like, you know, she fell off that beam, she would get back on, she fell off, she'd get back on, but school's really hard for her. So I'm curious, like, what's the path that you're, you guys are telling your kids, do they have to go to college? Do they, do you want them to be entrepreneurs? How, how are you approaching that conversation? Cause I see the university thing kind of shifting in the world right now. Yeah. You know, it's uh, one, one of the oldest is actually in college right now. Lauren just came home yesterday with a book of stuff from Stacks. high school of all the schools. Different she's universities. In. Um, you know, Scarlett and Jax are, are still young, but I'll just speak like from my perspective, I myself never had the opportunity to go to college or university. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I don't think in my house, it was really even like spoken in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
when I was in my 20s, I kind of felt a bit ripped off and lost when I become became an adult because I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I feel like I was supposed to know, like I wasn't prepped for mm-hmm. it in a sense. Um, and then, you know, working in the corporate world and stuff like that, like I, I just... I'm open to not going to university, if that makes sense, in the traditional school system, because I know as an adult, for me, sometimes I felt like there were different positions that I didn't necessarily get because I didn't have the certain things on paper. Or I've seen, you know, I've also, you know, been part of hiring process as well, where people were dismissed, but it's like, but they have so much talent and they can, I mean, obviously there's certain things, right? If you're going to be a brain surgeon, please like go to school. You have to do that. Right. But you know, when you're talking about, you know, let's say marketing and that type of business type stuff, um, I think it's important. Um, for our kids, like I want to encourage them and I want to give them options, right? If they want to go to school, they can go to school. If they want to explore different opportunities. I I don't want to like push one or the other, but I want to make sure that those options are there, um, that they understand the different paths that you can take, right? Depending on what you're interested in, the advantages of like, and school doesn't have to be, or university, like traditional going that way either there's lots of you know different programs that you can be a part of as well to Mm -hmm. to get you there if if that's the case so do you know I want to say something really interesting since you brought up this and I'm just thinking about it and processing it just thinking of and it's just to throw it out there for for you for listeners when you think of digital marketing as an example you know traditional education like university degree by the time the program is made it's obsolete you know, like I go on our Google AdWords because we're a, a Google partner and we do uh, advanced Google AdWords related services. Well, that system now is updating every couple hours. Like it's, it's so, and new data, new types of data sets, new ways of optimizing. It's happening minute by minute, hour by hour. So if somebody has a passion for marketing and online marketing is an example, I really find most of the programs that are out there are suspect because you run that four four year program and sure you might have a marketing degree but you're not learning how to run the business or make well or or more so just the platforms they're changing so fast and things are new trends and and so how do you how do you so that that's kind of part of the mix here it's like yeah no i agree and it's that whole old school you know marketing degree that it's like so outdated it's really the value of education, right? Mm-hmm. And self-education because, um, you know, I've trained with Russell Brunson. I've hired him as yeah. my coach, wow. um, you know, so working with Tony, all of those things, yes. it's like I'm learning on my own. It's not like I went to school for that. It has nothing to do. So I, I just try to leave those roads open for them. Yeah. To yeah, like, I, I think learning is important, right? Mm-hmm. To keep growing. You should always yeah. be learning somehow, right? And expanding and doing all that kind of stuff. But I, I think it's changing and there's a lot of other resources um, out there as well. Um, I would say that Krista has exposed me to uh, learning again and coaching and mentoring and masterminds. I went, I had an ad agency with a full, you know, staff and clients and, and you kind of get to this point. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. 
and think you know what yeah, you're doing, but if you, you get, get stuck in that bubble, that's when you're in trouble. That's when you are setting yourself up for, you know, disadvantage in, yeah. in the marketplace. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're like, okay, I'm the least smart person in the room, that's a good thing. Like if I'm, if it's, I, it's a you know, humbling thing, but yeah, uh, in my masterminds, I'm always like, oh my gosh, like these people are so brilliant. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many different paths. Yes. Like, you know, in my mastermind, it's like you see this person's blogging, this person's, you know, doing this. And you're like, these things did not exist when we were kids. So there's so many possibilities. Yeah. Like my, my daughter, um, Scarlett, I already recognize some areas where the school system is, I don't want to say failing her, right? But it's just people learn differently. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, so, but everyone's kind of being put into this one style of learning and what she does is she actually downplays herself like her being smart because she doesn't want other people to feel like they're not um as smart and she'll tell me this right she'll be like mom like the the um whatever patterns we're doing and stuff like they're they're too easy and she's upset because she feels like she can't but she's also exceptionally i think smart in some other ways right and i've always been aware of that and i mean i guess that's my my spot where i have to watch it and and make sure that we're she's being that challenged. she's not that she's being challenged and she's not going to be um you know whatever like we've even talked about you know homeschooling and stuff too mm -hmm. right it's a whole other avenue but i'm i'm definitely open to all of it and i i wouldn't want to put the pressure on them to be like you have to go to university or else you suck because <laughs> i've seen a lot of my friends even go through that and a yeah. lot of people go but then they they don't end up even you know using their degree and stuff either because they they're just going the because that's what you're right. brought up supposed to think to you're do. supposed to do yeah right? I, have a, I have a friend who's so a police all, officer it can be a setback too. Yeah. yeah i have a friend who's a police officer it was like as soon as he got out of school his parents are like you have to go get an arts degree or something and he went and got an arts degree and it was like he he still didn't even at the end of that really know he's gonna see this by the way he knows who it is so he'll be like oh he brought me up well, that, <laughs> anyways yeah was... and then he became a police officer it was like a total different path but it's like you know are you ready even to go so. yeah and it's fun to see like when i look at all the things that i liked when i was a kid like yeah. sales and i always thought well maybe i want to be a guidance counselor or maybe i want to be a psychologist maybe yeah. i want to be a newscaster right yeah. all of those things like look at us we're like newscasters i right? know right? we have our own radio shows on there yeah. <laughs> all of these things are just kind of like jumbled together and made like an amazing mix that, that unfortunately you know our parents never had this this opportunity when they were younger that's really exciting. That's a good question. Thanks for asking me. I'm sorry if I rambled a bit because it just got me thinking. Like yeah. I never really thought of this, and it's a good. Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, well, you told me to try to stump you, so I, I had to. I had to really <laughs> well, it just made me think. Like, wait a minute. You have been telling your older kids go to university. I have. Suck, yeah. So maybe we need to yeah. figure that. Yeah. Not or you suck. That's not true. You never said that. But. Yeah. It's funny how society kind of molds you too, and for generations of how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of goes through family to family as yeah. well. But yeah, I mean, like anything I want, like I said, I want my kids to have every opportunity that they can 
um, to explore it. When I see that there's an interest, you know, I just, I nurture it. Right. Yeah. Like your, your, um, daughter being a gymnast, that's yeah. not something you could force a child to do. Like, they have, no, like they have to want yeah. to, they have to really enjoy it and have the passion behind yeah. it. So I love that, you know, she, you're, you're, you're supporting her. Right. Because, some parents are like, well, no, it's too much time commitment and whatever. But the finances, whatever it may be, right? Just the fact that she is so dedicated to that will trans transpire. Is that a word? No, transfer. Tran whatever. Oh, my God, I don't know. What you, Into, you, you know, her adulthood, right? Yeah. To have that focus and dedication and be a part of a team and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's, and that's what I keep telling her because she's at that point. In fact, it came up this morning. She had a paper that they had a presentation on, like, getting into college. This yeah. Week. yeah. And it's like, you know, they, they're putting everybody in a box. And I think as entrepreneurs, we have this thing of, like, let's get rid of the box. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, we're always trying to get outside rid of Outside the it. box. Yeah. Yeah, box. I think that starts with our kids to let them be outside the box and hey, maybe this new Lysol wipey pedicure is going to be the hit. Right? Like I have to <laughs> say, I was kind of surprised. Like my feet didn't like burn or Don't anything. Show your feet. No, they're not. Don't show your feet. <laughs> <laughs> like they are. Yeah. I was like, I, they felt so clean. I was like, oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, am I going to break out in like a rash or something? No, like they're, yeah. they're, they're safe. They're definitely yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you bringing your 10 year old, sorry, I'm on that train of thought yeah. and it is inspiring in itself. Like, uh, they might, they, yeah, they might like, wow, I want to do this. It's like, it's really cool. I think the thing, like I have a previous experience of a friend of mine that was a, like an Olympic level figure skater and went every day, trained every day. In fact, half days, so only went to school half the time. Yep. That's what my daughter and then, and then had some uh, medical uh, issues with her feet. And then it was like, you're a figure skater and you're at this yeah. level to done. I think the big critical thing, at least from, her, from talking to her experience, was that transition from that whole real focused with purpose to, okay, where do I now channel that? Right. You know what I mean? That, well, my daughter had a broken back. So she made, it all, she made it all the way to Elite Canada, which means yeah. she was in the top 50 gymnasts in Canada. She yeah. was at the same competition as the Olympians. Um, and then she broke her back. And now she just decided to retire like three weeks ago yeah. and started diving. And now she's training with the two Olympic diving coaches. <laughs> but but there's, there's this whole thing of like, you know, I'm not pushing her, like whatever she wants, but she has yeah. this drive inside. Yes. that she just needs to fulfill yeah. and it's like the little one is so creative and so passionate so it's like okay this one is the drive and in like perseverance and my 10 year old it's like creativity and inspiration so it's like you know it's not a one size fits all yeah so you're gonna get the two of them together for the powerhouse yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, ex I'm excited to bring my daughter to florida with me because ah. she's gonna see me speak twice yeah. And then she's gonna, I'm going to have a booth at the at the expo. So she's going to be able to work the booth with me, which I did with my mom when my mom yeah. did, did a craft show. You know, like she did an art business when I was a kid. So that's all. Yeah, cool. that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I involve or we involve the kids too wherever, wherever we can. Um, 
Yeah. I love that. And I think it's huge. I'm actually considering taking Scarlett to Funnel Hacking Live next year. I think she would really enjoy that. She loves adults too. Like she yeah. wants to hang out with the teachers and chit chat instead of going to recess. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm awesome. like to that. Like, you know, and she'll like talk about like black holes and like crazy stuff. Like, I don't know. She <laughs> She and my 10-year-old would get along really good. Yeah, that that's for our trip to Montreal. Yes. Or definitely. your trip to Banff. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Figure that out. Yeah. So um, if our viewers want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Where can we direct them? Sure. So if you want to have a chat, you can go to stacyhighland.com and you can book a quick chat if uh, you're interested in finding the hidden profits in your business. If um, the other place you can go is to moreclientsandcash.com because who doesn't want more clients and cash, right? And that is a checklist of the things that you need to do to increase the clients and cash in your business. So that's a great place to get started that you can look at, oh, I could do this one little thing and check it off the list. Oh, that's awesome. So cool. thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Yes. And hearing about your family and your passion. So your thank business. you. It's been business. awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please go ahead and leave us a review. Do us a favor as well. Take a screenshot, share this episode on your social media platforms on Instagram or on Facebook with your friends. We would love to have them. And for those of you who might be interested in actually watching the video version of our interviews, head on over to our YouTube channel and just look up Krista and Ed and you will see them there. Um, now, a couple things I wanted to just let you guys know as well, if there's ever anything that Ed and I can help you with when it comes to marketing and sales, head on over to our website, kristined.com. There you will find some more information about who we are, what we've done, and the types of services that we can help you with. Our most recent, we have launched our virtual CMO program, which we are so excited about. Um, and another thing, that you don't want to miss out on, guys. And this is happening the week of April 30th. We have teamed up with Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, and Russell Brunson for a very special launch that is going to change the world. So head on over to our website, check out more information about us, and we thank you again for listening.